profound negative impact mm-hmm. on Native children. And Ameri- white children as well. And I don't, I mean, if Tecumseh wants to call themselves the Redskins, I think all they really need to do is change their mascot from an Indian to a small potato. <laughs> and and I think everybody'd be happy, and I think Ypsilanti <laughs> should call themselves the Yukon Goals. Oh. <laughs> and enough said by me, I would yeah. say at this point. An, an elder that I work with, um, David Francis of the Passamaquoddy tribe that teaches our language uh, told me that people wouldn't want to be Indians if they really knew what it was truly like. If they knew that they lived in moldy houses with no heat and a grandmother with diabetes and um, (laughs) had life expectancies of 49 years. Right, right. We got got to wind it up here. I'm very sorry. I apologize. To Mike Perini is coming up next with Pandora's Lunchbox. Thank you again to Karen Shaman uh, for your work, for putting yourself out there. Thank you. uh, Really, thank you very much. So we'll see you next week. I think Ollie's not going to be here. I most likely will. Please remember, Mitako Yeo Yasin, we are all related. If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I know? Stay away. Oh, I said, if Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. You've been so good this year. You have, haven't you? <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. You've been so good that for the next half hour, I'm going to totally turn this show over. By the way, this is a show about food. I'm going to turn this entire show over the whole half hour, or perhaps the half whole hour, hubba hubba hubba, to the following, the following gentlemen, uh, Spike Mulligan, Peter Sellers, and Harry Seacombe, The Goon Show. This is from December 24th, 1959. And by some accounts, this is their interpretation of A Christmas Carol. We'll have to see about that. It goes like this. This is the BBC, and it's going bald. Oh, blast! It's come out again. Rubbish, absolute rubbish. Let it suit you, Jim. Ladies and gentlemen, the BBC have decided to draw back their veil of secrecy and announce to the listeners... A Merry Christmas and Custard. <laughs> jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle oh! Who threw that second-hand Christmas pudding at me eye? Quick, Jock Snow, turn his teeth behind his back before he can eat it. I'll get you for this. Have this! Spelled S-T-O-P with a capital gain. How dare you chain up Wallace's dinner manglers during the greedy gut season, huh? What, 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 what? Just for that, Mr. Sellers. <laughs> He's going broody. Just for that, Mr. Sellers. I'll let the world hear this recording of your bedroom at dawn. What? It's all lies. It's all lies, I tell you. It's lies. Well, make up your mind. <laughs> it's lies. It's lies. I've given up motor cars, I tell you. I haven't been near a car since dawn this morning last night. I'm cured of cars. I tell you, I don't need cars anymore. I'm learning to walk with sticks. I'm cured, I tell you. I haven't seen a car for days. Cars. I've got their cars. Lots and lots and lots of cars. You've got to have... Oh, what is 
Hold him, hold him down, Ned, while I give him this injection of car polish. Peter, this is going to hurt a little. So saying, he hit me. That word, oh, was said by Peter Sellers in the absence of a man called Fred Fatang. <laughs> but hark, what light through yonder window breaks? Message for you. Ah, Merry Christmas bells. And what's this? The bell. <laughs> he didn't have much of a part. <laughs> I do. I say, I say, I say, you look like a sporting man. I'll place my half a crown here. Now then, can a lady with a wooden leg change a pound note? Can a lady with a wooden leg change a pound note? Of course she can. No, she cannot. Why not? She's only got half a knicker. <laughs> Thank you. And for the quarter people, tar. Part one. Will the cast take up their positions? On your Alfreds, get set. <laughs> If the audience get on their marks, they too will be able to follow the show. Get set. <laughs> we give you now the radio adaptation from the dinner of the same name, A Christmas Carol by Kind Permission. Oh, you have to and here, at Christmas, we see the great venerable offices of Scrooge and Marley, importers and exporters for the great year of 1887. Marley is dead. Marley is dead. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. To enter certain things in the all-weather lead of ledgers. <laughs> One barrel of Blunger's Violent Stone and Ginger Purge. <laughs> One gill of rare leopard oil <laughs> in nukes. One box of feathered shirt lifters. <laughs> oh! Knock, knock! Who is it? Short man, can't reach the knocker. Oh. <laughs> Scratch it. Where's it itchy? On my coo. <laughs> On my coo. Say you've got an itchy coo. <laughs> well, they're the kind of jokes they told in 1887. Pour <laughs> me my tea and only two sugars. Blast, one too many. I'll recover it. Stand back. Hello. Care to join me in a cup of tea? What? what? Have you seen three lumps of sugar come this way? No, and I've been here since the milk came. Come on now. Get out and get back to your desks, both of you, except Eccles and Ned. For no reason at all, folks, what's the date today? 24th of December, Christmas Eve. So they've both fallen on the same day. Must be slippery. <laughs> Yes, well, I don't think we can wait any longer for any more laughs on that one. <laughs> now, back to work or I'll belt your nothing. But, Mr. Scrooge, it's Christmas Eve, the time of goodwill and custard. So it is. Merry Christmas, Scratchy. Merry Christmas!
Christmas! Now get back to your desk or I'll belt your nothing! Please, Mr. Scrooge, can't I go home two seconds early tonight? Two seconds? You must be mad! I'm as sane as the next bloke! I'm the next bloke, folks. <laughs> Please, Mr. Scrooge, it's Christmas Eve and custard. My wife is getting the children together for a census and, and custard. No, N-O pronounced. <laughs> what a cruel man. Here I am as poor as a church mouse, but much bigger a cause. All I'm paid is one wooden leg a week, and it's only worth half a nickel. Remember, Nuddy, the wages of sin is debt. You've just been paid, haven't you? What, what? <laughs> Do you mind what you're saying? My father's influential. Did I write that? Influential. He's got a finger in every pie. What's his name? Sweeney Todd. <laughs> what a next joke, folks. Will you put this school cap on and bend down? Because I'm going to chastise you. Now, lad, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. So saying, he hit himself. Ow! This is the ideal time for me. Hello, folks. And this is the spirit of Christmas nose. Merry nose and custard, folks. Wally boy, play that nose and custard music. This is WCBN. If you're wondering if something's happened to your radio, no, it's you. No, really, it's the radio. These are the goons. It's the goon show. It's Harry Seacomb, Spike Milligan, and Peter Sellers. December 24th, 1959. It's the goons' interpretation of A Christmas Carol. And it goes like this. Happy Conks Max Geldray with a white Christmas and a red bank statement. 
Christmas Carol and Custard Part 2. On your marks, bloom! The office of Scrooge at knocking off time. Who's knocked off my sandwiches? <laughs> I was hungry and custard eckles. Oh. Look at my poor emaciated thin body. Thin? <laughs> You're thin. Stand on these talking scales. I'm so thin, my slacks have come down. I'll pull them up. Caught you slacking. <laughs> You're fired. F-I-R-E-D pronounced. <laughs> Here is a week's notice. In lieu of money. What about my wooden leg? Put treacle on your head and go as a toffee apple. <laughs> now then, Eccles. I trust you. You so do I. Good. Well, take this Christmas pudding and lodge it in my bank on your way home. You remember that? Well, it's near enough again. <laughs> Little does he know the pudding's full of gold threepenny bits worth nearly fifty thousand pounds. So rich for me, folks. <laughs> Come on, Ned. I'll walk home with you. Right. Come on. <laughs> Wasn't far, was it? <laughs> You remember the way, too. I'll look at the door of my old-fashioned H.P. home. Number nine, Downing Street. You've never had it so good. Good night. <laughs> Wrong home. Wrong time, Minister. What? What is it, sailor? <laughs> Hello, my darling. Merry Christmas and custard. Oh, who are you, then? I'm Ned, your husband. Oh, you can come in. Your dinner's in the oven. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, stop it, Ned. Well, it's Christmas. Oh. This is Eccles, my workmate. Hello, oh, oh, Mrs. Cratchit. Oh. <laughs> it's Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> Hello there, Daddy darling. Oh, Gladys, my golden-haired daughter. <laughs> How you've changed. Daughter, I'm your son. You have changed. <laughs> no more mixed bathing for you. What? Oh, darling wife, I just remembered. I forgot the Christmas pudding. Hello, Daddy. When do you have that nice Christmas pudding, Daddy? Hello, Daddy. Hello, Daddy. And who is this? Darling, wretched, crutty little unshaven creature in the pram. This is your first set of twins, Neddy. Twins? There's only one of him. They had a merger more economical. <laughs> the last voice came from a man seven foot tall wearing a nappy. I am your firstborn, Ned. That's why I'm older than you. <laughs> now I know you're lying. I never had a first child. We started with a second. That's right. I am your first second child. <laughs> You mustn't doubt your ability, Daddy. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Moriarty. You said that last year! <laughs> now to certain things. Let me help you with that naughty, heavy Christmas pudding, little Daddy. Because <laughs> it's... Quick, Moriarty! Head for part three. I've got friends there. Stop him! Quick! My silent movie piano! Get up there! If the audience will all get their pianos ready, they too can join in the chase. Ready? Go! You hear that, Moriarty? Ow. We're being pursued by pianos. Ow. We've got to throw them off the scent. Ow. In the bath. Ow. 
Ah, oh, scrub those crutty knees. Be careful! What? What, <laughs> Mister? Sorry to damp your honeymoon. <laughs> but have you got any windows you'd like cleaning and air? What? What's it? Oh, no, I, I'm sorry, I haven't got one on me. But wait, is that your ladder? Yes, license to carry two people in custom. Could we hire it? Doesn't go any higher, it's fully grown. Is it Is it Well, make me an offer. And there's more where they came from. Oh, lovely. Ton of reeking contemporary rubbish. Just what I want, you see. I bought the wife a dustbin for Christmas, and I don't want to give it to her empty. Sentimental fool. Moriarty, start the ladder and balance it both on top. Thank you. Thank you. Blast. Run out of music. Just when I was overtaking them. Who's that standing on my nut? What, 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 what? When, when are you then? I'm down this old man. What? Oh, I'm sorry. You think I was travelling on ahead? <laughs> Hello. Sewer man Sam, they calls me, mate. <laughs> You haven't got a close pig, Andy, have you? No, have you? No, no. What other game can we play now? Have you seen two men on thin, steaming legs pass this way? Oh, yearn, yearn. <laughs> they leave there on a ladder. One twit was balancing a bath on top of it. And the other twit was clutching a Christmas pudding twixt his knee. That's them, all right. Oh, I was only guessing. <laughs> oh, well, I'll come up for a smoke. Here, mate, would you keep a tow rag? Thank you, just what I need. Wait, this isn't a tow rag, it's a cigarette. Oh, well, I, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> now, look, who's this? Who's in that two-seater pile of rubbish and custard? It's mine, mate. A present from an enemy. Want to rent it? Cost you one wooden leg. Here's half a nicker. No! Mind what you're doing, sailor. Nina Balham, what are you doing in that pram? It makes me look younger. You make the pram look older. Never you mind, Ned. If it can happen to Lolita, it can happen to me. I must be off. Be off, then. I was underneath that car cleaning it. <laughs> what a twinic I look lying on my back in the middle of the road. One arm held up clutching a piece of body brag. Supposing a policeman had asked me what I was doing, I would say, Cantable, I cannot tell a lie. I'm breaking the world's record for oily rag clutching. <laughs> yeah, 
everybody. I didn't see you, dear. Merry Christmas and custard to you all. Are you getting nice things in your stockings? I'm getting legs in mine. <laughs> Who threw that junior spaceman Christmas pudding at me? Merry Christmas, Bottle! Echoes you twit! What you doing swimming at the pavement? Nothing like a dip in the morning. Hup! Flash! You dive onto the pavement? Yeah. You must be mad. Can't argue with facts, folks. Ignorance is no excuse, Echo. How about stupidity? Well, come on then, show us how you can dive under the pavement, Echo. Well, mm, Come on, show us. <laughs> That's one of my secrets. Oh. Okay, then, well, all right, then, what? Oh, my secret's out. <laughs> I nearly went unconscious then. But don't you worry, because I can cure that unconsciousness. Oh. Stop bad living, man. <laughs> Hand me that tax-free hammer. Now then, close your little eyes. Right. Now close your big ones. <laughs> oh, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, my subject's head is now unconscious. By using the blind butter special waiting method, I will restore him to hell. While we are waiting, um, we will wait. <laughs> I wonder what the folks back home are doing. We're not doing anything. Oh, that made an egg. What happened? See, he is conscious. Oh. I have cured him. <laughs> I have cured him of the unconsciousness. How much do I owe you, Doc? Nothing. That's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I keep going. <laughs> if you're struck down in the future, here's my card in case. Oh, a card and a little case. <laughs> keep the rain off. Bye-bye, <laughs> card. Bye-bye, bottle. There goes a clever man. Yeah. Man, these introductions get worse all the time. Bring out the beast, bring out the beast, bring out the beast in me. Bring out the beast, bring out the beast, bring out the beast in me. I am cool, calm and collective when I see your face. My control is projected into outer space. I light up at the sight of you. Bring out the beast in me, baby, do. Maybe drowsy and lazy till you ring my bell. Then for action I'm crazy, baby, can't you tell? I can't wait to be loved by you. Bring out the beast in me, baby, do. Love is basic, needs no subtle overtures. Love may vary, but I'm just crazy over yours. What you do to my system, no one's done before. Take my arms, baby, twist them if you want some more. My responses depend on you. Bring out the beast in me, baby, do. Oh, yes, 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 
You're listening to The Goon Show on BBC. This is a BBC show, The Goon Show, with Spike Milligan and Harry Seacomb and Peter Sellers and assorted other people. This is December 24th, 1959, in case you're wondering what day it was. And, of course, it's pretty clear from what you've been listening to that this is their version of A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Very clear. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Coming up at 7, it's Face the Music, but more gooness to come. Love is basic, needs no subtle overtures. Love may vary, but I'm just crazy over yours. What you do to my system, no one's done before. Take my arms, baby, twist them if you want some more. My responses depend on you. Bring out the beast in me, baby, bring out the beast in me, baby, bring out the beast in me, baby, do. Baby do, baby do, baby do. Bring out the beast, bring out the beast in me. Remember, ladies, Ray Ellington is now on sale in the new four-ounce tins. Girls, Ray Ellington lasts the whole drink through. (laughs) Ellington Fong. It doesn't get any clearer. You can say that again. (laughs) What about your brandy now? (laughs) However, from the privacy of my own Christmas trousers, I announce the last part of Christmas Tales You Lose. The scene. Two criminals are approaching the home of a Mr. Watt, a Welsh expert on Dickens. What the Dickens are calling me? <laughs> I was sitting in my farmhouse in Brecon when... Uh... Look, Pipe, there's a man sitting in his farmhouse in Brecon when... Uh... What? Must be 50 miles away. I'll knock. Knock! Knock! Ooh, a couple of English crags and a ladder. <laughs> Sir, we are two impoverished professional Christmas pudding eaters. Please, sir, I'll be asked with a nice table and two chairs facing inward. Well, seeing as I was Christmas and custard, come in. Well, and we... This is my wife. She sounds like a door. <laughs> Hello, darling boys. Welcome to a real Welsh home bath. <laughs> it's a warm, bracht, moonlight nacht to nacht to noon. I can't help loving that man of mine. Must be hell in Wales. (laughs) How dare you talk about my old Dutch like that? Don't you move, Harry Welshman. You and that Dutch thing in drag get into the cupboard. (laughs) Harry, man, you're due at the door any second in your role of scratch it. You're right, there I am now. Quick, Moriarty, swallow that pulling downwind. No, No, you don't. Don't move, Moriarty. This match. Recognize it? That match? That match is the one that belongs to Thin and me. Hello, match. And that, folks, is how Moriarty and Gridpipe met their match. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly finished, folks. Nearly <laughs> 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 finished, folks. Part three, all's well that ends well. Folks, I return home with my Christmas pudding intact, doing my own continuity. <laughs> Welcome home, Scratchit. 
Mr. Scrooge and Custard, what are you doing here? Wearing a funny paper hat, a ginger wig, and a three-legged cardboard suit. I've changed drastically. I'm no longer a miser. Here, may the present for you. What I've always wanted. A white, spotted bowler. Yes. The Trafalgar Square special. <laughs> Let's give the second version of that gag, shall we? Why not? Yeah, Ned, he's a present for you. A white, spotted bowler. Yeah, next year I'm playing for the West Indies. <laughs> First time was better, wasn't it? <laughs> Right, left, and on the other legs available. Halt! Oh, now to certain things. Are you ready, Echoes? Sure. Now tell me, have you ever been hit with a sock full of grit? No. No! In future, the answer will be yes. <laughs> Are you ready? One, two. Good King Pinsley, little last look out. Look out, Pinsley! On the field of demon. Ah, listen, I'm a little carol singer. And Merry Christmas to you, sir. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, sir. The hell with all that rubbish, sir. What about the money? Great Kazookas. <laughs> Where? Whoa. Major Dennis Bloodlock in the flesh. It's only a temporary arrangement, I join. <laughs> I happened to be passing, and I heard the sound of a merry ex-certificate Christmas party, feeling no pain and having no fear. Oh! What? Dennis! Dennis of Doolally! <laughs> My old steaming sweetheart! What? Min of Mongolia! Where are you? <laughs> oh, me pukes! Dennis, look! I'm underneath the mistletoe! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey, Aubrey! Now then! Close your eyes, Min. Ready. Right in the old seasonals. <laughs> now then, Ned of Wales, what is this I hear about you and a four-eyed woman? Four-eyed woman? I heard you sing it on some record. I love you for I, you were saying. A song. Oh, a the... Christmas song. Oh, Just I that we need to avoid a funny payoff. Come, let us all pull together. This is the time of agreement among men. Agreement. Let us sing a white Christmas. And one, two. And as the goons bluff through the payoff, we wish a Merry Christmas and custard to human beings everywhere. And it appears to me they are just about everywhere. What a pity. Good night. Sir.